Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. So we're going to test our mics out by having everybody introduce themselves real quick. I'm Madeline Vistadu. Hi, I'm Isaac Hopkins. Hi, I'm Kaylin Benton. And I'm Mr. Chris. Chris Rutz. <laughs> All right. So you might recognize him from the video, perhaps. Anyway, um, I, I have to confess, so we were talking about whether or not we're nervous. I'm up here a lot. You guys were talking about it. And... But I, this is just a, a funny side story. It has nothing to do with anything else except that I was thinking, am I, am I nervous? Because during the earlier in the service, I was really hot. And I thought, oh, no, I'm nervous or something like that. Somebody turned off the air handler. And I tell you that in part because <laughs> when you turn it back on, it's going to feel cold in here for a little bit, but it'll warm back up. So I apologize for that. But it was like it, it gets hot fast if it gets completely turned off. So at any rate... So the video that we just watched, it had kind of a, a it followed a little bit of our sequence. Um, Chris put that together, and it followed a little bit of the sequence of, of what we did while we were there. And I'm just, I'll start by just asking the team, I mean, when you watch the video, because you guys just saw it for the first time, and um, what memories did it bring back? I mean, what things did, did we do that were particularly meaningful for you? So anybody want to answer? Um, the car was very funny. The car, I liked that. <laughs> I didn't think you had found that. Um, no, it was really, it's really um, interesting to hear myself up there, but at any rate, um, it was just really awesome to be there and to see the impacts that we made. And um, Tyler was telling us about how Greg and Christy might use that video in other ways. Where am I going with this? Hold on. I'm sorry. You remember. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, to me, I, I watch the video and you get a, you get a flashback to, to what it was there. God, I think God did some, some great things. And it was great for us, for me to, for us to travel. As, as Tyler said, it was somewhat of a discipleship trip for us. Having been there last time, we were, we were just with uh, Linnea and Tyler and I. But this time it was great being with these guys and seeing, you know, this other part of the world through their eyes. First of all, I think, Chris, you did an amazing job with that video. It was really cool to see it. Um, but I think watching that, for me, one of the most powerful things that I remember was doing the international worship um, and just having everybody sing together in their own language. That was something that was I, I didn't expect to see, and it just it blew me away. It was amazing. I think for me, uh, seeing the kids with the baseball bats, on the first day, handing those kids that baseball bat was terrifying. Yeah. They, <laughs> it's a metal bat. Like, they could really do some damage on each other. And they tried. Um, but the regulation there and seeing the progression of them getting more comfortable with the sport and how it worked, even though I don't think they ever really got it. Um, but just showing them and them actually using, like, the English words for the entire, um, for all of the different uh, things in the sport uh, was really cool. There's actually a lot of three-letter words in baseball. Bat, hat. hat, okay, mitt's not one of them. Or is it? Is that two T's? I don't know, mitt? All right. Uh, cap, all right, anyway. 
Um, but yeah, we, we had to have somebody on bat duty all the time. But um, So when we think about the video, just real quick for people, let's can we list off the different things that we did when we were there? And, and we saw it kind of in the video, but let's real quickly, anybody? I mean, I could do it, but I... I know I can do it too. Yeah, but you you guys can go ahead. Okay, okay. We start off. We start off with uh, just getting there. You know, on on um, uh, you know arriving, and it was that Sunday. That first Sunday, there wasn't any church. I mean, the church that Greg and Christy are a part of is a smaller church, awesome church. Talk a little bit more about that later. But but we were looking for another fellowship to go through, so we had the privilege to go to the Hillsong Fellowship. And, and you all know Hillsong's a big ministry out of Australia. They've, they've been in Berlin for 10 years, and it just happened to be like their 10th anniversary they were there. And they met in a uh, theater. And it was kind of neat because outside the theater they had all these, it was almost like having food trucks, like right outside your theater. It's like, oh, that's a great idea. Maybe we should do that some Sunday. You know, bring food trucks in or something. But there was a lot of, a lot of neat ideas that came out of that. And then from there... Um, we were going to go, we, you know, part of, part of what we were, Greg and Christy wanted us to, to understand the culture. I mean, understand the, the, you know, what the German culture was about. And so there was a museum there. We didn't check, we didn't, we weren't, didn't go then, but we went later. We wanted to, we were able to go to this museum later, which was all about what it was like in East Germany at the time. Because you have to think about this. I mean, I was, when I was a young man about these guys' age, I was over there in the military with a rifle over my shoulder protecting us from the commies, you know. And it was very interesting for me to go over and particularly in this East German museum seeing things that were like, wait a minute, I was here while all this was going on. I was, I was on the, but I was on the other side. Anyway. Um, I was just going to say, be careful because we've only got uh, yeah, 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 half hour. You haven't made it through the first day yet. Go. But we, we went on a couple different prayer walks. Right, right, prayer walks. Right? Yep. So, and that was just walking around that part of Berlin. Um, you'll see one of the pictures up here is, it says Rat House. And that's actually like their, their main administrative building for that area of Berlin where they do weddings and stuff like that. So we did a couple prayer walks. We visited three churches. And um, one of them was the main church that we're connected with through Greg and Christy Faust. The international church is one that meets once a month. And both of those were on the second Sunday we were there. And then uh, the bicycles, we the bicycle riding, we weren't just touring. We were actually taking bicycles so that uh, we could uh, teach. It was Chris and I and Isaac, we just got to ride the bicycles. But the ladies got to help teach bicycle riding to Middle Eastern women who had not had the opportunity to learn to, uh, to ride as young people from the countries they were from. So in Berlin is flat, a lot of people bike, so it's an important way to get around. So they were able to teach them bicycle. And then uh, teaching English and baseball was another big one. Have I left anything out? Yeah. And, and, and the, big, the big issue between English, teaching English and baseball was part of what Greg and Christy, with their outreach to the refugees, was wanting to get the refugee, helping the refugees assimilate into the community. And the place we were at was called the... Aventoyer Spielplatz. That was the big playground. And, 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 of course, when we got there, it was like, okay, we're going to play baseball here with all this wood and stuff. Is there enough space to do this? Anyway, uh, but the cool thing was Greg wanted to try to get the kids to this place. It was a German playground that had people there that were staffed, and they wanted to try to, you know, get people to mingle and using this as an excuse for getting some of the kids out into that area. And by the end of the time, we did have a couple German kids that showed up and played with us, so it was like, okay, yay, it's working. 
That was actually one of the main things we did um, is working at the refugee camp. And I thought it would be fun just real quick give a sequence of what that our typical day would look like. Because when we were there two years ago, it was very quick and easy to get into the camp. This year, every day, we had to bring our passports and they had to check us in. And it wasn't just the camp's uh, stuff. It was the new laws that had been passed that they're very conscientious to follow. And so every day was like a 10 or 15 minute check-in period. Uh, to get into the camp, and then what would we do next? It was tough. It was hard. We'd oh, play, play baseball. We play. Then catch. we had. Then we play catch. Yeah, <laughs> we had to play catch. So and and we so on the courtyard we're playing catch and uh, trying to get the kids' attention. And then what was the next thing that we did, Madeline? So we had to um, kind of go door to door because the camp is set out in a way that some of the houses can't see like the main um, play area. So we kind of went door to door and tried and extremely broken dormant to tell them what we were doing and have the parents sign permission slips to let the kids out of the camps because they weren't allowed to go with us unless they had a permission slip signed, um, which was kind of a struggle because some of the parents wouldn't, but the kids really wanted to go. Um, And so, yeah, we kind of recruit them and get them to go to one of the classrooms. And once we were there, we tried to teach them baseball through little videos and through uh, showing them the equipment, um, and then we'd head out to the playground. Yeah. And play baseball. And play baseball. baseball. Try to. Yeah. Well, and one of the things, to be clear, too, the the camps, the kids can come and go if their parents let them. It was the the fact that they had to have permission to go with us specifically to Aventur Spielplatz. You're impressed that I just said that. I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so what the kids would do, some of them would say, oh, I don't want to go. But then they would show up there anyway. It yeah. was just a way for them to have to avoid having this because the kids can come and play. Yeah, and, and for the record, this you're not going to see these pictures anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Germans are very particular about social media, and we'd have to get permission to show them and all that. So the only time you're going to see them, the only time you're going to see this video is live here today. This yeah. is like the preview, and you're not going to see it. I mean, Greg and Christy might show it some other places, but you're not going to, this isn't going to be posted on the Internet or YouTube or any, anything like that. Uh, so, because it was kind of tricky just trying to take pictures. I mean, I, I did some stuff for Royal Family Kids and understand the, you know, I, and I respect the privacy that, that people have and some of those sort of stuff. So that's why it's, anyway. So, so we have a variety of mission opportunities around here, including uh, short-term mission trips that we take to a few different places around the globe. Um, so, Kay, I was going to ask you specifically, um, what prompted you to come on this particular trip to Germany? Um, well, I've been thinking about missions for a while, um, particularly with refugee work. It's just something that I had kind of become passionate about over time. So when I heard that this specific mission trip would be working with relations in Germany and also in the refugee camp, that definitely sparked my interest, but also the opportunity for worship was important to me. So it just kind of seemed like the perfect mission trip to go on. (laughs) Anybody else want to respond to that question? Mr. German speaker. Yeah, um, so I, I do speak German. So when I heard that Tyler was putting together a missions trip to Germany, I was kind of like, wow, this sounds perfect. So I looked more into it. I found out we would be dealing with um, refugees. We would be helping Greg and Christy out in their ministry. And all the while, I was just thinking, this is sounding better and better as every day passes. I really need to go on this trip. It just felt like God was calling me there. 
Yeah. And my wife said I could go. Okay. And I be- and I begged you to go. I you begged Chris to go. Yeah. All right. Um, so Isaac, I'll, I'll follow up another question with you. Is uh, you know what situations did you encounter that caused you to have to rely on God? Um, I think I mentioned this in the video. Actually, it was about um following God's plan. I can, I I don't like doing that very often, and I can. It was it was a big struggle for me to rely on God's plan. I can give a specific example. Actually, it was Sunday or Monday. We were there when Greg and Christy held the barbecue. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a great barbecue. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, Greg and Christy had invited everybody from their apartment complex to come and join them. It wasn't anything church related. They were just saying, "Hey." We want to invite all our friends in the building to come to the barbecue. It ended up being a rather small turnout. Um, I think the five of us made up about almost half of everybody there. But anyway, there was a young couple there. Um, the, um, the woman's name escapes me right now. But the very next day, as we were starting up, Frauen and Farad, which is women and bicycles. Um, this same woman showed up to help Christy, Madeline, and Kay with the bicycles. And I was just thinking, why did she do this? She has connections only to Christy. And then I was just thinking, wait, 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 wait. This is God at work, and I didn't even know it. And it was so wild to see to see God move in her. And it was, it was just really cool. And it just suddenly clicked. Wow, God has something in play. I need to figure out. I don't, I don't need to figure out what it is. Just let God take care of it. So I'll, I'll respond to that question too. So as someone who's leading the trip, um, I'm, as as a leader, there's certain things that you're worried about, team dynamics and making sure everybody has what they need and all that kind of stuff. And as we put the team together, I'd ask Chris to go again. Um, and then, um, you know, three 18, 19-year-olds. And I thought, wow, that's going to make for a really interesting team dynamics. I was a little bit concerned about that. And initially, uh, Kay was the only gal who was going. And... Uh, um, luckily, Madeline signed up, so that worked out really well. But I have to say, um, I, I, re- I felt like I really experienced your guys' prayers and God's just grace in the whole thing. And you guys, just all three of you, ended up being way more cool uh, than. Not that I expected anything bad, but they were great to oh, work yeah. with. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll just share about Isaac because uh, because uh, Isaac, Chris, and I, you know, we share a room. So I, I'm checking in, and Isaac is uh, I don't know if you know Isaac's dad. Your dad's pretty outgoing, extroverted kind of. You're not quite that much. Not <laughs> not quite as much. But it was so Isaac would be tough to read, you know. And we'd we'd have a fa- fairly full day with activities, and I'd say, so Isaac, you know, how was today for you? And when he would start to speak, he would say. Today was, and I'm like, what's going to come out? It was hard. It was. But what he was, today was awesome. I go, oh, okay, great. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I appreciate you guys. And it was a, it was a very, I, I came back. And you know how sometimes you have experiences where 
the more you reflect on it, it either is like kind of gets a little sour in your, in your memory or it's like, wow, that was really cool. That was the experience I had. I, every time I reflect on our, um, on our trip this time, it was just some really neat things, and I feel like God was a part of that. So, Chris, um, what do you, did you see God doing in, the, in people and in our community? So you're only giving me like a minute? The cool thing is, I mean, I, 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 I picked the song for the video because it really says a lot in terms of God is good to us. And I think, and God is being good to Germany. Part of, part of my trip included uh, reading a book about Dietrich Bonhoeffer while I was over there, to get, trying to get the context of the culture and what was going on. And you realize in Germany just, you know, what they've been through, you know, since we've went through the 64 earthquake. I mean, just how, how much that country has transformed and how difficult it is. And part of what I've discovered, um, probably in my walk here and, and other places, is trying to see the sacred in the secular. You know, and, and over there, you know, a lot of the church has uh, become more secular, you know, in many ways. But God is still present in a way, and God still has a remnant that he is that he is raising up and it's and there's some really unique opportunities now in berlin with respect to being and in some cases it's like a really big anchorage you know it's a it's a multicultural city it's at a crossroads in europe between between other cultures uh and and they're getting a whole bunch of refugees in and part of what was exciting to me was was seeing what Kay said this this international or this multicultural service that they're trying to do and if you notice i mean we were singing in some Arabic language. We sang in German. We sang in English, but but I have I have even in, in in Anchorage here trying to experience multicultural services. It's like it's it's hard to do, and and I'm really excited to see how this is going to uh, to go how how they're going to be doing this going forward. Uh, part of what they're thinking of is is they're not sure the refugee camp is going to continue to be there. Uh, Greg and Christy have a passion for this kind of this part of of East Berlin, which is called Karl Buch which is like further, kind of like the north, north end, northern end of Berlin. And the hope is that, that you know, they can, they can start a fellowship up there. And, and I asked Greg, well, you know, how many, how, how many Christians are there in Germany? And he says, well, you know, probably about 1%, maybe. And he says, okay, now, what do you mean by that? Well, that means Catholics, German church people, free church, all of it. And it's like, whoa, okay, so that's, that's not a lot. And I, and I said, well, yeah, we're probably about 9% here. So there's, there are some things we have in common. You know, there are some really cool things we have in common. And, and God is good. I mean, God is, God is moving, and it was great for us to be able to be a part of that and see that. Between that, that small fellowship and then also seeing what Hillsong is doing over there, which was a real eye-opener. And it was interesting because Hillsong service, their service was in English, but their kids' service was in German. I tried to sneak in, but they wouldn't let me. And that was good. <laughs> that was good. So God is doing a lot of things over there. So um, one of the things that is different about serving in Germany is, uh, you know, we, we received instructions to be very careful not to say that we were missionaries. When you say you're missionaries in some places in German, Germany, what they hear is crusaders. <laughs> right? And you can see where that might have a negative connotation. And so... And um, when we're working with the kids in the uh, refugee camp, it's very clear we're not, we're not being encouraged or we're asked not to proselytize, right? Um, and so it's, a, so it's a different kind of experience than, say, going to, to Mexico and teaching VBS or something like that. 
So I guess a question I'll, I'll throw out to anybody on the team that Greg threw out said, why, why would somebody go to Germany on the team when they can go to Mexico or they can go someplace close? Why go to Germany? So I've been to both. I've been to Mexico and to Germany, um, and they're both wonderful experiences. But I think the reason why you'd go to Germany or anywhere in the world, why you go out to missions um, as well as being in the state and in your community, um, is because there's a need everywhere, um, and like such a great need. As you said, there's like 1% um, of Christians in the area, and being able to go and support the missionaries who are there long term. And like we're not... Us five, we're not going to do very much in a week. Like, that's not how it works. Um, but being able to support them and help them teach the kids baseball or teach the kids a sport at all, which is what they've been wanting to do, um, being able to be their hands and feet there uh, is a really cool opportunity. And since we had the connection anyways um, and they wanted us there, um, you know, we could go and fill a need. Hmm. Um, Greg was just saying just this week that they're still playing baseball since we left. So that's really cool. And one of the things we talked about as a team um, when we began to meet is our our number one reason for going is to encourage and support the ministry that the missionaries are doing there. So you maybe picked up uh, Greg in the video a little bit. What he shared is that there was ongoing fruit that came about just because that our being there and participating with them gives them uh, cred. Is that, a, is that a word we use, right? Gives them cred, right? With the locals, with it. Okay, Greg and Christy are people who show up and, and really do good for our community. And so um, in that way, we're able to encourage the church and, and the community. All right, we got to move on here. Do I get all my questions here? Madeline, you, you answered kind of this last one. About, I'll ask this question, see if you have anything or anybody else has to add. It's just... Why would you encourage someone in here to think about short-term missions? And you kind of already answered that, but... Kind of. I can elaborate. Sure. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, So it's it's an amazing opportunity to see what God is doing through people and communities. So in this case, it was through Greg and Christy in the German Berlin area. Um, But it's not just through the refugees, through what they were there to do, which is work with the refugees, but it's also seeing them work through their community, through their church, um, through their apartment building. Like They work through everything and be able to see that firsthand um, and come back and talk to you guys about it. Um, It's just, it's a really, it's a really awesome opportunity. Um, And it, you know, being able to talk about it. to everyone, not just in church, but of my community at work, my community at school, you know, it um, it gets the word around that things are happening out in the world, um, and I think that's really important to see. Um, it also helps me decide um, where I put my money financially through the church, um, how I tithe, <laughs> um, and it, you know, it gives me a, a broader perspective about what's what's truly happening. All right. So um, what I have is a video that the main church that we were connect, have connected with. So this is the church that Greg and Christy Faust, they're a part of. They're on staff. He does their small groups as well as some other things. And he partners with them quite a bit. They're the church that we did the prayer walks with. But they sent a video from their leadership team to you. All right? So this is to y'all. And so we're going to watch that right now. There they all are. What's your name? 
My name is Rainer. Yeah. My name is Stefan. Timo. Lynn. Dave. Okay. Where's Alaska? Well, here. Right there. Far out. Uh, was it any good that this team came to visit? For us, yes. <laughs> Why? Um, lovely people. Mm -hmm. Good attitude. Mm -hmm. um, caring for the city and the people. Oh, cool. Uh, leaving a very good impression here. Touched my heart. I give over. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was not here during the last visit, but we enjoyed having Linnea with us in the team kreis. Maybe say hi to her. Very good. It was a joy to have her here. Cool. Yeah, and I was uh, impressed to see uh, people come back and then have uh, Chris and Tyler come for the second time. And I hope we can have many more visits in the future. Yeah. Lynn. Hi, uh, thank you for visiting us for the second time and we are all happy for you and for, for your sharing your new life in the Christ and your passion. Thank you. And our last one. And we, we hope that you continue to serve and to be a blessing both in Alaska and we'd love to see you back in Berlin in the future. Okay. Amen. All right. Yeah. Well, what do we say in German? How do you say goodbye? So the gentleman there in the middle, Timo, he's the pastor of the church there. And, and I show this video, and I'm going to read this note from them as well, not to pat ourselves on the back, okay? Uh, because they're, they're, they're very nice. But really, uh, things can go south really easily. And there's opportunities for that to happen and when, you, when you blend cultures. But I, I really sense God, uh, his blessing, and his blessing us through your prayers. And so I so much appreciate that. So as they thank us for, for the team and they thank you, just keep that in mind. So um, they wrote here, Dear Community Covenant Church, thank you for sending um, over a wonderful team of uh, Christ followers who were a tremendous blessing to us, the small but growing community of Christians in Berlin and to those who have fled war and persecution in the Middle East. Their grace and servant hearts were an example to all. As a team, they were like a bouquet of uh, fragrant offerings to us and to all they came in contact with. That's reference to Philippians 4, 18 through 20. And we pray their good deeds would contribute to many coming to faith in Jesus over the years. Uh, we hope this beginning partnership may grow and that we could be an increasing blessing to, uh, to one another in the future. With gratitude in Christ for your gift to God's kingdom, work, and us in Berlin, Pankow, uh, Greg Christy Faust. So thank you very much. Just um, Somebody want to... Real quickly, very quickly, say what? What's? Uh, I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing it right. Because Punko and Carl, what are those? And how? What's their relationship to Berlin? Because we hear those mentioned. So Panko and Berlin are small sub communities within the larger city of Berlin, and that was where Greg and Christie's ministry was based around. That's where the um, smaller churches were set up. That's where the refugee camp was located. That's where all the magic happened. And it was all formerly East Berlin. All of that's on the eastern side, which is, and there's still differences between the, between the east and the west. And there's still some, I mean, if you think about that, that was even in the 90s when that happened. Interesting so. stories, yeah. yeah. 
All right, so here's how we're going to finish our time. We are going to shoot a video in response, okay? And uh, part of that video, uh, or part of what I'm going to have a say, I'm going to have it up on the screen here, but it says, uh, we pray, we, we're praying for you today, or we prayed for you today. And you think, well, we haven't done that. I'm going to do that in just a second, right after we shoot the video, okay? So this is what we're going to do for the video. You guys can step down. You can be part of the video. You can stand in front, actually. Why don't you guys stand in front? Take the microphones. Maybe we'll both shoot it. Okay, we'll both All right. Chris is my official videographer guy. All right. So if you stand up, can I get that slide? Do I have a slide? There it is. It says, hello from Community Covenant Church in Alaska. We are praying for you today. So this is what we're going to do. This is a wide group. So you're going to leave your spots just for a moment and bunch to the middle. Bunch to the middle. Bunch. Bunch. All right. All right, let me get my thing ready here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you bunched well. You guys did really good. All right, ready? So, you're reading right. One, two, three. got it all right let's pray can we pray for them all right go ahead and actually go ahead and return to your seat that's fine and then we'll pray yeah something like that all right let's pray together Lord Jesus, you are Hosanna. You are the God who saves. You're the one who takes our broken pieces of our life, the broken pieces in our community, and you bring hope, healing, and wholeness. Thank you, God, for the opportunity we have as a faith community to participate in the mission of Jesus Thank you for the ways that even as we um, attempt to serve in Jesus' name, you use it to impact our own lives, to reveal new truth, to heal the broken places in our life. Lord, we ask you today to give us eyes to see, give us hearts that feel, hearts that break over the things that your heart breaks for. Give us um, a vision of the hope that is available to people and to communities as your truth, as your grace comes in. And uh, Lord, we choose to follow Jesus into that mission. We choose to lean in. We pray today for um, the Evangelical Free Church with Pastor Timo, with Greg and Christy Faust, and their ministry there in Punko. Lord, we pray for the international uh, church in Caro that meets and worships with different languages. We pray for Hillsong Church, Lord, and so many other churches um, that are um, strongholds 
of your grace and your goodness. We pray that your grace and goodness would grow in Berlin and in Germany and that you would call people into faith in you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.